Welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want. I'm Jasmine, the Inspirers. I'm here hosting this podcast. We're now season four. I can't believe it went so fast. And uh, today I'm so happy to have Melina Krotla. How did I do? Was that good? Oh, it was perfect, Jasmine. Thank you so much. <laughs> so I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, thank you for accepting the invitation. Um, yeah, thank you. To my listeners, I want you to know that um, Melina comes from uh, the change coach, the change coaches. She did the, the <laughs> Amy Johnson class. And yeah. so she comes from there. And um, I'm happy we had a conversation before we started because we never met. It was This is our first conversation. <laughs> and she was telling me that she loves nature. And you guys know I love nature also. And so we're going to have a conversation about nature today. But before we get in and we dive in, Melina, tell people who are listening who you are, yeah. where you're from, because, you know, it's rare that we have another Canadian. With yeah. Me. I usually well, have USA. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I, fi- I do live in Canada. That is true. I don't have my passport yet, but give me another... 18 months or so. And I think I should have that one under the belt too. Okay. But um, rewinding a bit, I, I am originally from Denmark. I was born in Denmark and um, lived there pretty much my whole life uh, up until 2017, um, where I went to um, Hong Kong with my husband and three children for three years and um, had a blast. It was a great experience. Um, but my husband is, well, he was born in Canada with Mexican parents that ended up living in Vancouver. And so we had a long-term wish of moving to Vancouver. And um, in 2020, we kind of just made the jump. We pulled the plug on what we were doing in Hong Kong. And we we're like, is now or never, let's get going. And so we um, moved to Hong Kong and- uh, Canada. And, uh, sorry, to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> From Hong Kong. All these countries. Yes. Yeah, no, we moved to we moved to Vancouver, which has been awesome. We're close to, um, to my husband's um, family and uh, we've had a great kind of welcome from the local community here. Kids are happy in school and so, yeah, it's already been a couple of years, so time flies. Yeah, it's crazy. Eh? I can't believe that the pandemic has lasted this long. So, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I did my Super Coach Academy training in 2020. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm just, I just can't believe. Like, we're yeah. Half of 2022 has already passed. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I don't know. Yeah, time, time flies. It's yeah. a, it's a. It's a funny relative thing, isn't it? You could do a whole episode on that one, Jess. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, so when we were talking, you were telling me mm. that you're now, you've taken a class on, I think it was super interesting because we do these classes. We've been doing Zooms now for two years, right? Yeah. And we're meeting yeah. all these people. And yeah. you were just like talking to somebody that had a little daisy and you were yeah. wondering what that was like repeat that yeah. for, for my listeners. I thought it was a sure. Yeah. Well, so, um, yeah, during COVID I did, um, a, uh, I think they call it the professional retreat by the Pranskis up in the Connor. Um, and because it was COVID it was online. So 
it was all these little Zoom images. And I noticed that um, a, a, a little delegation of a green background with a little white daisy. And I was curious what that was about. And I was lucky enough to, to be in a breakout room with one of them. And so she let me in on the secret that they came from, um, from this um, environmental organization called Common Earth. And, um, and it's an organization that, well, works um, kind of from, I guess, with the mission of how we get to a post-carbon caring society. And what really excited me about it was that they're, um, they're coming also from this understanding. So there is it's a kind of a very holistic approach to how to solve the climate. Um, there is certainly a technical aspect of it, but this is kind of more, well, what what mindset do we need to be in for us to be in a sustainable community together? And, um, and so I, I learned uh, more about it and uh, found out that they offered actually a free course, uh, two modules, and, um, and I did them. And okay. I loved it so much that uh, they offered me to, uh, to teach it. And, um, and, uh, and so that's what I'm doing now. And I also heavily involved in kind of the, the course development going forward so it's really fun so so tell me a little bit about it like so what what kind of mindset do we have to have or not yeah. we don't have to but like what is it that you've learned <laughs> yeah yeah that's such a good question hmm so there's a short answer and there's a long answer right <laughs> yeah, well, let's we let's have- Let's say we have another 25 minutes. So maybe the short answer. <laughs> How about a medium? There you um, go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so what really so what re- really became apparent to me when I was doing the course in Common Earth was we we talk about kind of our whole cosmological journey universe emerged and how we emerged as humans from that. Um, And so basically the whole emergence of life on our planet and, and it's it's like the creation of form, you know, through this amazing energy that just is is living everything. Mm. And so what really became incredibly apparent to me was one, how we are, we're all coming from the same, whether it's the plants that's in the back of where you're sitting right now, or your cute little dog that's lying sleeping there, or you and I talking, we come from the same source. Um, So so that was like one really, really deep realization. And the second being, because of that, we are so interconnected here on the planet. Everything is interconnected. And the more that that, the more that that unveils, the, the, the more kind of the feeling deepens um, for me. And I think for a lot of people that end up doing the course, because it's like, it's what, it's what you come away with. And, and what tends to happen is that people have a change of perspective, you know, like you're, you, you, you just, you just see, you just see everything differently. Um, and I think I probably don't have to tell you when you see things differently, you do differently. Like that's where you have really effortless change. And, um, and, 
And when it comes to the environment, well, you know, it's, it's just understanding that because we are so interconnected and because we really are all the same, you know, if we, if we do harm to nature, we do harm to us. So it's a, so it's a different approach than, you know, the usual advice that you're given, you know, that remember to turn off the water or, you know, bike instead of drive or whatever it is, right? Like it's a, it's more of an inside out approach, um, which I find is just so much more powerful. So it really is, a, um, I guess, a, a mission of changing the consciousness of, of, of people and how they, how they approach themselves in the world. Because again, it's 100% connected. Does that does that make sense, Jasmine? Yeah, it does. I'm just mm-hmm. I I get it. I, I totally get it. I have so I'm gonna tell you a story. It may seem uh, it, it may not seem uh, it's not really uh, climate change related, but it's <laughs> nature. It's like yeah. So I last week I I saw a p- pigeon. There was a pigeon on my balcony. Yeah. And. I have a dog and a cat and my dog and cat can go in and out as they please. Cause I put a little door in my patio door Yeah. and I saw that there was a pigeon on my patio and I was like, Hmm, what you doing pigeon? Like, yeah. so I closed the door and I said, okay, he's, he was just washing himself. You know, I was like, okay, it's fine. It's okay. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't need to go anywhere. So I closed the patio door because I didn't want the cat to go out and get him. So mm-hmm. I, I do my work and then I come back and he's actually mm-hmm. now, now he's no longer washing himself. He's sleeping. <laughs> he's like, he's settled on my patio and he's sleeping. And I'm like, that's weird. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, you have to go away. So I get yeah. out of the pat on the patio and yeah. I open the door and I think he's going to fly away. He doesn't fly away. So yeah. I walk up to him and he's just standing up and he's like kind of looking at me going what do you want and i'm like dude what you doing so yeah. i want to shoo him away he's not going away so i kind of put my mm-hmm. hand like this thinking when i put my hand in front of him he's going to disappear he did not yeah. disappear he climbed on my hand yeah and i'm like <laughs> what do you do you yeah. in my hand. So yeah. I put him on the side of the patio. He doesn't do anything. I put him back on my hand and I'm like, if I yeah. make, you know, if I give him some movement, maybe he'll put his wings out and he's going to fly off. But he didn't yeah. fly off. He fell off and he started walking. I said, okay, he's gone. So I closed the door again because I don't want the cat yeah. to go. And a couple yeah. hours later, I come back and he's back in the same spot sleeping. Mm. And I'm mm. like, so I take, I have a friend who has pigeons. So I take a picture yeah. and I send them to him and I send him, I tell him the story. And he says, when yeah. he sees the picture, he says, Jasmine, that's a baby. Yeah. Then as soon as he said, that's the baby, I was like, oh no, not a baby. Now I have to really take care of him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it was like this, this whole thing was happening. Yeah. And, and I've done this all my life. Like I remember finding baby, baby mice. And bringing yeah. them back home, like yeah. a whole bunch of baby mice, putting them in a in a 
Kleenex box and feeding them milk. Yeah. And, like I've done that all my life. Yeah. And I've been made fun of all my life. Yeah. Because yeah. of it. So not, now I'm 52 and I still like, <laughs> I'm still like, because I know people make fun of me, but what was yeah. really interesting in, because now this was the first time I could say maybe the second time, but the, the, the first time was a kitty cat. And I, I was able to give that cat away very quickly. A pigeon, yeah. nobody wanted him. And I was just so, so disappointed by it. Yeah. And I'm the kind of, you know, like I take care <laughs> Yeah. you know yeah. I kind of like I, I I notice myself you know like and when I'm making my coffee you know I put a yeah. little bit of water and then I put the water away and then if I overtake water in my when I'm doing coffee I put yeah. it in a pot and I keep this pot up and that water I give to my plant yeah yeah you know like yeah I, I kind of do what I can and I know that other yeah. people do way better than me <laughs> But I know that people, other people do way worse than me. Yeah. And I've been recycling all my life and I've been, so there's been a lot of things that occur. And so I do, you know, what I can with, with the knowledge that I have. So that's why I was interested in talking to you because yeah, like I said, people make fun of me. Uh, And so I tend to not talk about this kind of stuff because I've been made fun of. That's the one thing. The second thing I wanted to talk to you about was because you were telling me that you were now you did this course for children, like for schools. And I was really intrigued, like, like, what do you talk about in school? I think I think it's fantastic. I have a girlfriend that's teaching, you know, primary schools Mm -hmm. right now. And I Mm -hmm. think she's going to love this conversation because she was (laughs) on my podcast. So she's going to love this conversation. So what do you, what are you teaching the kids? What do you, what are you? Yeah. Well, let me first comment on your beautiful little pigeon story there. Cause (laughs) you know, I just, I just feel like it is such a perfect, it is such a perfect example of what we do when we feel a connection you know, when you feel a connection to another being or or a plant or whatever it is, we, we have an instinct to want to take care of it because we feel connected to it. Mm. And that's and that's really the simplicity of it, right? The more the more connection we feel to ourselves, to each other, to the world that we live in, we're just gonna do better. Because that's, you know, that's that we, we, and like you also spoke to, you, you do the best you see to do. But when you come from a place of connection, you're, you're doing will reflect that. And so you will act with compassion. So I thought that was actually a really beautiful example of exactly what it is we're trying to accomplish. Okay, I just give you a feedback. He's still alive. He flew off. (laughs) He he learned two days. And he learned how to. There you go. That's awesome. I'm sure he felt the love. (laughs) Um, In regards to the um, in regards to the youth curriculum that we we've just piloted and we had a pilot group basically during the spring with just a small group in Ontario. Um, Common Earth is although I'm in Vancouver, Common Earth is based out of Ontario in Toronto, and uh, we have participants from in the adult curriculum from. I think we're up to like 20 different countries in the world. It's quite international. Um, but this youth curriculum is um, 
something we piloted with a small group of, um, of uh, 10 to 12th graders in Toronto. And uh, we ran 10 sessions of uh, once a week for two hours. Uh, and it was all Zoom again. Um, I guess not so much because of COVID anymore. Well, I was I was based here in Vancouver, so like yeah. I physically couldn't be there. Um, but I have two colleagues that attended um, from from Toronto. And the way that we structured the curriculum was really very much based on what I started out saying, and with the with the with the aim of establishing this feeling of how we all came from the same. Um, and naturally, through that, seeing how we're all one, how we're all connected. And so the way that we try to tell the story, because it really is, it's kind of a narrative that you're trying to take them through, right? And for, to, for something to hopefully sink in. And so we start with, you know, the, the, how the universe came about and how humans evolved from that. And we really do a deep dive into when our symbolic consciousness started to evolve. So basically when we started to have the ability to imagine, to think, right? Which is, which is, you know, I, I think some people talk about like the cognitive revolution, but what did that, like, what did that do for, for homo sapiens, right? Like we literally went from being this, just another animal on um, somewhere in the middle of the food chain to being, you know, at the top of the food chain, because we started having the ability to, to, you know, to plan, to imagine, to, you know, to what, what started happening was, well, we, we went from being these kind of nomads to settling down and, and, and um, 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 started working the land and civilization was formed and cities was built and culture was, you know, was shaped and so on. And what we're really trying to, to have a conversation around is what's the key ingredient here? And that's thought. It's literally that we, we started to have an ability to, 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 to imagine and to build through thought. And what that points back to, so, so we go on from this and we talk about the scientific revolution and so on, but again, with the with the reflection that all of this we see today is made up, right? Like the society we live in today, the society that we build, the 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 economy that we all kind of are a, 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 a part of, the countries that we live in, all of that is something that we have made up. And that's mind blowing <laughs> when is. you start to kind of really see that, you know, that this whole, like we are at a point now where the, the imagination or the, the, how do you say the, like the, what we've built through our imagination. So we, we use one of the resources we use is this uh, work by uh, Yuval Harari is an Israeli historian. He wrote a, I think it was back in 2014 or so. He wrote a book called Sapiens, which is um, I re highly recommend it. Um, and and from that, they made these really cool graphic comic books that the kids really like. Okay. And and so one of his one of one of the things that he says is, look, 
we're at a place now where our subjective reality is literally deciding the fate of our objective world. So in other words, whether the rhinoceros survives or not is, is, is up to us. It's up to what we decide. In other words, it's up to our thoughts, right? Because we hold the power, Hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's how we, that's how we bring the role of thought into this whole game about the society that we've built. And, and then it's natural to ask, well, what are some of the consequences of the society that we build? There are many amazing things that we've accomplished, no doubt. But there is also some unintended consequences. And we're at a point now where, you know, the planet is starting to give us some pretty clear feedback that it's, it's not sustainable. Everything we're doing is not sustainable. And so it's maybe time to just pause and, and reflect a bit what's, you know, what, what, what are we being told here? Uh, when we keep having, like in Vancouver last summer, we had this, you know, crazy heat dome and it looks like it's coming back this year. You know, I think like the, the, the extreme weather phenomenons are just increasing. So, you know, nature is trying to tell us something. Um, and, um, and so to take the time to kind of reflect, well, what what's going on? What is it that we've what is it that we're doing that's not working? Um, and 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 in that journey to see how a lot of that is really something that we made up to begin with. It's not something that's you know that's God given. It's something that we've constructed, we've co-constructed over the last couple of hundred years. Is incredible. Um, it gives an incredible sense of agency. Because it points back to we can also, we can make a new narrative, you know. And um, so, so that's part of what we, we talk about in the UK. I, I'm going to be honest. It's kind of scary. Like what, like I, I'm, I'm making it up. I get it. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like it's kind of, it's kind of like scary and it's kind of like mm-hmm. big. It's kind of like, yeah. I, me, little old Jasmine living in Quebec, has yeah. no idea what to do with that. Mm. So, like, what would you say to me who's yeah. like, I have, like, I'm doing the best that I can right here. I don't, I don't know how I can save the rhinoceros or the climate change. Yeah. I really don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what, what, what do you, like, what do you, Melina, do? Like, mm-hmm. how do you, because like, like I've heard, I've heard yeah. about the, the climate change and I've heard about this and I just kind of like, okay, just can't think about it. Do you understand? Because yeah. it does, yeah. it scares me. And then yeah. I, I justify it with a, well, I won't be alive and it's yeah. fine. It's in a hundred years, I'll be dead. And, you know, like yeah. I, I kind of justify <laughs> it just, just to make me be able to deal to, because you know, I know I'm making up the fear, yeah, and I'm making up the thing to stop the fear. Yeah, Do you understand? It's like I know, I understand. but I would love yeah. to. I would love to, like, put my feet back down on the ground and just be yeah. stopping in my head there. 
Yeah. Is there yeah. anything that you can talk to with that? Like, I don't know if anybody else listening is feeling like that, but I would love to hear. Yeah. 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 I, I love the question. And, you know, I, I absolutely feel you. I think for me, for me, the greatest sense of freedom has really had been coming to see how, I've, and I don't mean how made up climate change is, but how made up the, the, um, the, the, <laughs> The, me the mechanisms, the system that's behind the climate, the, 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 that's triggering the climate change, let's put it that way, right? Um, and, 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 and this freeing of the set, we are in a system right now that's unsustainable. So, so, so that's definitely my kind of my, my clear feeling. I, I mean, I don't know, I don't have the truth, but that's my perspective. I can only talk to how, what looks real, or what looks true to me, right? Um, but I find it incredibly encouraging to know that it is a made-up system, you know, because it, it allows me to, to feel into the possibility of something new coming along, something new that we can all contribute to. Now, what does that look like on a day-to-day -day basis? Again, I can talk to what has been, what has been true for me. Yes. Um, so learning about this, you know, one very real consequence for me was I, I cut animal products because I understood. Sorry, uh, your Zoom cut out right there. So oh, sorry. Yes. What did that say? What did sorry. you say? Yeah, no, I said that. So one of the kind of day-to-day -day real practices for me is I, I cut out pretty much all of the animal products I would consume. Really? Uh, just yeah. because I know that it has, it has quite of a big carbon footprint now that that feels right to me it may not feel right for someone else so again i can't i can't tell people what to do well, I get it. Uh, so well, I get it's it. really just an example but what i would encourage you to do from a state of clarity is to get informed you know when you feel an anxiety and and it feels like it's a this big monster it helps so much knowing what you just reminded us of, Jasmine, that it's thought in a moment. That's it, right? And the thought is only limiting to the, to the extent that we believe it, right? Yeah. So, so I think there is such power in kind of knowing that. And from a place of clarity, seek out information. Because, yeah, we have access to wealth of wisdom, but I also definitely believe that there is a lot of power to be gained in get yourself educated, getting, getting yourself some knowledge about this and understanding what's actually going on. Um, and, 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 and from a place of wonder and curiosity rather than, oh, I need to do this and that, right? Because if it's, if it's wrapped in an anxiety, your, at least my experiences, the, the, the options that are available just become so much more limited versus you having a, a, a feeling of, like I talked to in the start, you know, I'm a part of this. You know, I'm a part of this earth. I'm a part of the whole here. I want to understand what's, you know, what, what's, what's going on. 
and then trust that you will be informed uh, of what, what's the best thing you can do. I didn't make a conscious choice. I'm going to start eating meat. It just occurred to me and it just felt right. And it has been completely effortless. Mm. Um, does, does that make sense? Makes total sense. Makes total sense. So, so, so let's talk about common earth then. Because yeah. this is basically a perfect segue because common, yeah. common earth, that's what they do, right? So tell, yeah. tell people a little bit about common Tell me about common earth. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be glad to. <laughs> so, yeah, well, so common earth is, a, as I mentioned, it's an environmental organization. It was formed a couple of years ago by the Patterson family in, in Toronto. And really with the mission of, of building a community that's interested in, in uh, building a, a community for a post-carbon caring society. So basically figuring out how do we, or I would rather say engaging in a conversation about how can, how can communities thrive, not just now, but a hundred years from now. And so one of the, one of the things that came out of that was this, for now, at least two modules uh, course that is offered uh, for free, actually, it's a hundred percent sponsored by Common Earth. Um, and, um, and so we go through our cosmological journey We talk about uh, climate change. We dig into systems thinking, which is kind of a, a great, a great way of of uh, making our thinking visible. Um, so we look at feedback loops and iceberg models, and kind of how our mental models are at the root of you know our behavior. And because we also talk about the role of thought from the perspective of the three principles or, you know, what, or what this, I would maybe rather say what the three principles are pointing to, right? Um, we talk about, you know, the made up nature of everything. And then in the second module, we go into the economic systems, the role of thermodynamics um, and, um, And we talk a lot about uh, solutions in terms of regenerative agriculture. Um, and oh my goodness, that's a whole, again, that's a whole episode on its own because it's such a beautiful illustration of how nature has got it all figured out and how, you know, if we just get out of the way, <laughs> nature will take care of itself. Yeah. You know, it's when we start applying fertilizer and tilling the soil that things go wrong, you know? But if we get out of nature's way, you know, it is this incredible intelligence that's at play and it does all the work for us. Well, um, I'm gonna take it, I'm gonna- Wonderful, yeah, I would love that, that. For sure, yeah. Awesome, we would love to have you. So we start, our next session start in July 5th. Okay. So you can go to a commonearth.com and, uh, and sign up. And if that's not a good, if there's not a good time there, I would think we start again, October is usually four times a year. So July, October, January, and April. Is there um, replays or do you send out the replays? No, no we don't. Uh, just because we do form, it's a group of around 12 people normally. And uh, so we build a lot of community in our little groups. Okay. Um, and so we, we want, that's kind of part of the experience. We do record the calls for the people that are not present, 
but um, but they don't they're not offered like this. Um, okay, that's what I wanted to know. I wanted, yes. If I can't make it at the time, but you do have the replays oh. that we can listen to after. You can, you can. They're not yeah, public, you can. but for the people who are taking the yes. course there. Okay, yes, okay. but it is encouraged that you know that you are that you are there. Like if you know, it is yeah. a it is. I will say this up. It is a commitment in terms of time. Uh, we'll provide the resources. The only investment we ask that you do is the time to be there live and to, of course, do um, do the pre-work. So, but it's worth it. I promise you. It's a, it's an absolutely wonderful experience. Very cool. Well, uh, Melina, I think this was a, a very nice episode. I think I, I it was different. And <laughs> I think that it was... Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really happy that you accepted. I had no idea we were going to talk about this. <laughs> this is the surprise of, you know, having an assistant that gets you uh, <laughs> the, the guests because I have no idea what I'm going to be talking about. I love that. That's but great. Thank you so much. I'm going to put all of your information in the description, but is there a preferred way you would like, if people want to reach out to you, yeah. uh, is there a preferred way you would like them to reach out to you? Yeah, so um, they're welcome to, I just launched a website for like my private coaching. Um, so aside from like work with Common Earth, I also do have private coaching clients. And so I recently set up a webpage called uh, Reimagine Next. Okay. Um, so I think it'll be in your in your description as well. Yes. And there is an email there, info at reimaginext.com, where you're very welcome to reach out. Fantastic. Well, thank yeah. you so much for coming. That was absolutely my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Jasmine. It was fun. <laughs> Everybody else, I hope that you thought this was as interesting as I did. And I'm going to sign off by telling you, dream it, dare it, do it, live the life that you want. And I'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>